Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Hello, Achievers, and welcome to episode... Oh, number- I love it. Just because you did it to me last week. Over to you, Sasha. <laughs> no, because I don't know what episode number this is. <laughs> 37. Welcome to episode number 46 of the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author businesses. My name is Daniel Wilcox, and here with me every week is... Sasha Black. Yeah, I caught you when you were drinking that coffee. I was, that was very poor time. Like, yeah. And also, I don't think an espresso ever counts as coffee. It's just a fucking energy hit, okay? What's it made of? <sighs> Caffeine. Okay. How's your week been? <laughs> oh, I didn't expect that question. <laughs> <laughs> Prepared for everything else other than the how are you? Well, look. It's been interesting. It's been an experimental week. Mm. Um, I got very sick of doing admin um, and some pricks making loads of noise outside the front of my house. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, But anyway, I got very sick of admin infiltrating my entire week. Uh, So I time blocked and I had a whole writing day on Monday and a whole, what it was meant to be a whole writing day on Thursday, but I made a mistake and I will not do that again next week. Um, And it's been interesting. I mean, I had my second best word day ever on Monday. So I'm starting to have a little bit of belief that I might be able to write more words consistently more often um, if I do block time. Um, I mean, there are lots of caveats to that. Like I may not be able to write you know, I might be able to have like a 6,000 word day or a 7,000 word day, but it would, I couldn't do that all on one project. Mm. I think I am very clear on that now that I have to input a certain amount in order to be able to output a certain amount. So I could output, but it would have to be across different projects, but that's fine because I, I can juggle projects. Anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know. It's been interesting. It's been an experiment. Um, I think what hasn't helped me this week is I've not slept very well. Uh, Chloe's not slept very well. Um, and so I'm very tired as well. And that's that's not really helped, but it is um, half term. So. Is it yeah. half term this week or next week? Coming up. Okay, yeah, same. Yeah. Nice. That's it. Cool. How's your week been? In true, you know, um, separated at birth fashion, I also time blocked <laughs> at the weekend. We both we both did it without speaking to each other and then showed what? each other our calendars. Yeah, um, but what's, what was the other things as well? Because we had like three things this week. So another one was I'm in talks with a publicist about uh, helping me promote my fiction to markets that I otherwise, oh, not yeah, that I wouldn't be able to access, but more that um it takes a lot of time to look in the right places and um i've got a contact who i'm speaking to at the minute i've got a proper talk with them in the next couple of weeks in which i'm going to see whether or not that's like a path i go down and uh at the same time that was something that i think came up in a conversation with you and someone about you know different ways to advertise your fiction and things and then yeah. i can't remember what the third thing was no i can't remember either couldn't have been that interesting but no, it's always the way yeah we, we shouldn't share that on the podcast so. So yeah, like time blocking has 
went very, very well for the first day. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, my week was massively just derailed by um, a death of a close family friend. And that's kind of as much as, you know, I'm me and I try and push through and, and keep working. I still managed to do like a fair chunk of work this week. It's had an impact because it's like I live in a house with my parents and it's one of their close friends. So it's like there's um, just a bit of a dark cloud here at the minute, which isn't conducive to getting work done. But at the same time, I've kind of like just given myself a few days here and there just to slow down a bit. Um, I think we are the sort of people, and by we, I don't just mean me and you, I mean like creatives who are specifically indies running their own businesses, who put so much pressure on ourselves that we never allow ourselves that time when we just need to not be okay, because it's mm -hmm. okay not to be okay. And yeah, I don't know, like, I don't know why we do that, but it definitely feels like, which is strange as well, because creative people generally are more sensitive and emotional and empathetic because that's what we have to put into our books and our stories and things. And so it seems so odd that we then treat ourselves so like badly and not allow ourselves the time. So yeah, good. Like I, you know, I don't want to say good for you for like giving yourself a bit of time, but also good for you. I, did, for I could, have, a bit I could have done a lot more. I still, I still try to push through, but I think for me, the, what I find is that it sometimes creativity feels like such a heavy machine to get going and once you're going you need to roll up with that momentum and the minute you stop for me there's always that fear of like how long is it going to take to get things up and going again yeah um so I know that's part of why you know I've always struggled with when to rest and when to take time off no matter what was going on in my life obviously like when I moved house in December last year I was still going and going and doing lots of things so I think for me that's part of it but yeah that's um it's just it's just been a a weird week because of yeah uh, um, just different things and I'm still cognizant that I'm a bit behind on where I need to be with ghostwriting but I'm planning on doing a bit of a catch-up this weekend next weekend I've got some time to crack ahead with stuff and people have been really helpful um you know who in some way affect directly so yeah that's that's been my week but I'm the time blocking thing I think is really really useful because I'm reminding myself as well that I really really thrive on routine as long as there's not too strict boundaries so the time that I'm slotting into my time blocks I've got like three hour blocks for creation and that creation is just basically anything that's creative so whether that's ghostwriting whether that's personal whatever it is I need to get done that time I've got like admin blocks as well I've got blocks that are like for particular coaching clients, boot camps and things. So there's flexibility built within the confines of what a routine would look like. But I've reminded myself, that I feel like I need that because often when you're working by yourself for yourself, you can get into routines of just working and stretching the entire day into a work day. And I need to confine that and have some of that release time as well. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the week. What is something you've enjoyed this week? Two things. <clears throat> the first one was I spoke to Gail Carragher Hmm. Um, who is the author of The Heroine's Journey. And she essentially fixed what has been a two-year problem, two-and-a-half-year problem for me with one of my books. Um, and interestingly, I knew what the problem was um, because I said it when I started writing this last draft. I was like, this isn't right. But I went with the other option and 
it made it very painful to get to the end of the book. Anyway, I've got to the end of the book and having spoken to Gail, I'm I'm like, I it's such a funny episode because I'm literally gripping, like I wish I did video, uh, but I don't. Because I literally was like gripping the chair, having an epiphany uh, whilst talking to her. Epiphagasm. Yeah, epiphagasm, exactly. <laughs> and um, yeah, like, hello kitty. And so I just, I had so much fun talking to her and working out what has been a thorn in my fucking side for so long and it's changed so many things I think I'm going to approach stories slightly differently going forward um yeah so that was lovely and then the second thing that I have enjoyed is not what's one thing (laughs) oh stop it not having admin on every single day of the week has been amazing so I think I am just going to like regardless of what happens with time blocking I am only going to be replying to emails on Sunday evening and Wednesdays now and I I spent Sunday evening last week like planning my week time blocking getting rid of all the admin that I possibly could and replying to emails and I started the week amazingly it was so nice to have like a clear head not have shit loads of admin hanging over me um and I I know know we're the same and I had the same I know. And I know it's shit to like have to do a bit of work on a Sunday night, but I tell you what, it just, it changed the whole week for me. Um, and so, yeah, like I really like knowing that I only have to reply to stuff on a Wednesday and a Sunday. And I, I'm actually like, why should I reply to emails every single fucking day? Like it's just mm-hmm. unnecessary. Um, so it's yeah. Expectation. As long as people know that they'll get a reply and when to, they don't mind. It's when, you just ignore them for seven days and then reply that they get annoyed. But I know that um, Rachel Heron did this a while ago where she put just an autoresponder email saying that I reply on these particular days and times. So unless, you know, if it's urgent, write urgent in the subject line and then that's how she filters stuff. But I think it's a really smart idea. Um, and yeah, definitely something I'm going to be employing. And also just the doing something the night before to prepare for the next day. The amount of yeah. people that I've studied and researched and done like um gone down the rabbit hole on for productivity and just different things over the years who if they spend 15 20 minutes the night before they go to bed thinking about what they're going to do the next day your brain percolates it works out what it's going to do while you're sleeping and they just get that jump start the next day so it's a really really useful thing to to put in um i've got i've got two things this week my no, you only have one. Oh, shut your mouth. my one of them is uh so flashback to 2013 and I had an operation on my wrist because it was broken I didn't realize it was broken for six months it was you know my own fault um kind of but I had surgery and my wrist has never been as flexible as it used to be so things like you'll know well <laughs> if you're ever in a room with me you'll notice I never open a door with a flat hand I always use like the, the knuckles on my fingers to open a door um and I've really struggled to get back into the point where I can do press-ups and things and the last three months I've been just trying to put myself into more of like a strength exercise program where I just do like a little bit a day and try and build it up I'm now at the point where I can do like 44 press-ups in a row without like stopping um just with that hand and this morning my big thing that I enjoyed was that I've always wanted to be able to do like a lot of handstand work and be able to like when I used to do a lot of free running there used to be a thing where people would hold on to like the corner of a rail and lift themselves up into a handstand and hold it always wanted to be able to do that and I did five handstand press-ups this morning which I was like, yeah, I'll take yeah. Yeah, you did. I'll take that. I was like, okay, this is cool. Something's happening. Uh, so that's one, just knowing that even, what, 
eight years out from that surgery it's taken to get to a point in which I can actually do more than I used to be able to do probably even before the surgery which is nice and the second one is there is a, an Instagram channel slash TikTok but I don't I'm not on TikTok because it's too obsessive um and it's called Seth official and the s is a seven so Zev um and it's basically the the reason I like this this channel is they keep bringing out like 15 20 second reels of this kind of like surfer type skater dad interviewing his three-year-old daughter and they just they do this podcast together they say like adorable things and it's just a really really I don't know it's really uplifting oh I've got heel stuck in the back of my throat <coughs> what's it called uh it's Seth official but the s is a seven Seth and the, the little girl is just adorable and she's smart and she has like this really really cute voice um and they just have like a back and forth and it's just like a little a little bit of sunshine in the day but they keep popping up on my feed and I just I just really like it oh I followed yeah. now that yeah. looks super cute and it's also an example of like he's done lots of different things but the podcast format particularly just exploded and now it's you know thousands of people she's obsessed with flamingos but she calls them mingos so they can have like mingos merch and stuff and they've like started to bring in like money from it but at the same time she looks like she's having a blast so yeah it's it's really really cute I know that Atlas absolutely adores recording like on the podcast. Yeah. I always feel very nervous though, because I'm like, can he really mm. consent? Yes. Is he old enough to give consent to understand? Um, you know, like one of the things he wants to do is have his own YouTube channel and he like so records <laughs> videos like all the time. And I'm like, I want to do this for him because I know how much he wants it. But also I am like, social media youtube it's all a fucking plague and i don't want him to have access to that stuff and i don't want him to anyway this is a whole this is a whole that could be a whole topic yeah yeah because bailey's in a very similar position and i'm like yeah i have mixed feelings yeah yeah um what's oh no so weekly confessional yeah sasha will finish a minimum of two sections of side characters so um, I actually think I only finished two sections, funnily enough. Um, and thank God I didn't say any more because you were pushing me to say more. And I was like, no. Um, but I have written, uh, what was the first day of this week? Yes. Was it the okay. <laughs> well, I've written, I think, was that one? I oh, yeah. Okay. So Monday. So I've written 6,000 words this week uh, on side characters, which is actually really quite good for me. Um, so yeah, I did do that. But thank God, I didn't say any more chapters. And I said this to you when I because you were like, eh, you've only said two. And I was like, bitch, you don't understand my process. Like I write all over the place. And so it's actually really hard for me to finish a section. Well, now the uh, question is, how many sections did you add? do we have to go through this so mm -hmm. this book won't die um when i started <laughs> writing it i thought it was going to be forty thousand words Forty thousand words came and went Forty five thousand k came and went 50k came and went now i'm making my way towards 55k and i'm pretty sure the book is going to end up between 70 and eighty thousand words just Whoa. for how much yeah i have left to write so it's a bit of a beast um think of those page I, reads uh yeah so i did it basically i did it um and what i'm seeing is that i average about 5k a week um i did 20 
thousand. I did twenty thousand six hundred and fifty words in January, and I've currently written eleven thousand seven hundred words this month. So I write about twenty k a month. I would like to push that up to thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but March is probably going to be an editing month, so I don't know that I will write anything in March. February editing short three month books. as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So anyway, I think April onwards, when I start writing, I want to try and up my output. Fair. Mine was to write 25,000 words and finish my time batching. I did my time batching and I wrote 16,000 words. (laughs) So... um, Take that as you will. So I think given the circumstances of this week, we are not going to have a forfeit because I think life has dealt you enough of a shit shuffle this week. And also you just did one and (laughs) I'm going to hold this in, uh, is the word perpetuity? I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to hold it and you can remember that. Get out of jail free card. This is my get out of jail free card. (laughs) Yes. Um, Maybe we should do that once a year, have like just. One get out of jail Mm. free card. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, cool. Okay. Let's do that. Um, Also though, I just feel like I need to maybe change how I'm being accountable each week. I don't know that like I like I feel like maybe I should do tasks that so forgetting like the word count and stuff because I do that anyway like that Mm -hmm. is not you know I don't need to be accountable for that because I do that I feel like maybe I should start doing tasks that I'm off putting off so things like um I'm looking at my board now of my list of shit that I need I to do. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So like, for example, I know that my blurbs are not consistent over like all my different, all the different stores. I know that I've got different versions uploaded. I haven't necessarily changed all the links everywhere in the backs of books and stuff like that. So like, I might actually change the types of tasks that I'm doing. Cause these are like fundamental business tasks that will help, but I never find the time to do. So I might actually change what I do. I don't know. I'm going to think about that's it this a good week. Idea. Yeah, because also they're things that don't necessarily take up shitloads of time. They're just annoying. Um, yeah, because they they will actually help me level up. Anyway, that go. was my random thought for the day. Um, an update on our next challenge. We have decided that we're going to make the challenges quarterly. So with that... Um, the next challenge will begin in April and run until the end of June, if I've, you know, calendared correctly, I think I have. Yeah. So what we'll probably do is in the, the weeks leading up to that, we'll get a thread going, get everyone involved, look at what the prizes are going to be and uh, find a way to hold everyone accountable. So um, watch out for that. No new patrons this week, but for anyone who wants to get involved and get into our live Q&As that we run and get early access to every episode, um, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash next level authors. And I believe the latest recording of the Patreon Q&A is on the Patreon or is that to be posted yet? Uh, cool, we'll sort that out. I think I did it. I think <laughs> I did it. No, I'm just confused because I've had thingy as well. I've had it my side this week as well. I think yeah. I think I did it. Yeah, I did because yeah. I had to ask you for the, the image. Yes. Yeah, so that's so up there, it. and uh, so are the previous recordings. So people who want to see what goes on, then head on over to Patreon um, slash Next Level Authors. Level ups this week. We're going to go to our good friend Meg Jolly, who says that uh, this is a level up from January. 
that she wrote just under 60,000 words in 11 writing mornings and the last 5,000 in two editing mornings, which is a personal best for her. She finished a book and edited it in a new genre with a new pen name. She dropped eight pounds and notched up on exercise and final edits on the primary genre that she writes in and pen name books. So that's ready to drop. It's been the best month in a long time. So congrats, Meg. That's awesome. That really, really awesome. Um, comments? Comments. Uh, so Carrie said life changes things. <laughs> oh, uh, are you where you want to be? I think. How is it going for you guys since you started? Are you where you thought you'd be? There we go. So Kerry says, life changes things with a part-time job and mum life. Yeah, I'm okay with where I am and have an idea, fingers crossed, of where I'm going. If you'd asked me eight years ago, I'd have said I'd have books out uh, by now. I also would have thought I would still be single because I started focusing on my writing career instead of a hobby before hubby and I were dating. I was also ridiculously ignorant of the industry back then, and I thought I would be one of those who would slap a manuscript online and ka-ching. CJ Dainton says, uh, no, I optimistically thought editing wouldn't take that much longer than drafting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, so, no, no, so that was her laugh, but also I laughed simultaneously at the laugh because I was like, oh yeah, don't we all think that? Yes, um, yes. Uh, Edwin says, the context of this episode forces me to admit that this uh, has been the year of dropping the ball. I have barely reached the point in my writing career I had looked forward uh, to being at last September and there's a big hill I have to get over to get back into the swing of things. Um, and then a couple of other comments, uh, Meg and Michael. Um, yeah, so thank yeah. you very much everybody for commenting. And for people who are finding it hard to level up, get involved in the challenge. That's what we're going to be doing them for. So if you want to you know, get some rocket fuel under your ass, then We'll provide it, we'll set it on fire and we'll kick you up a gear. Boom. Awesome. Okay, question of the week. Well, we should just for people on YouTube probably address that if there are a couple of jumps in the videos because this morning has been a hand basket of clusterfuckery. Yes. <laughs> people Mostly on the derived podcast, this from is irrelevant. Sasha. Enjoy. <laughs> Arguably. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. entirely you. Basically now, question me. of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up. My whole day has been fucked up thus far. We're fine. We're fine. Everything's fine. FYN. Fine. Question we look of the week. fine. Question, in shut, our, shut the fuck in up. Question of the week. <laughs> we look fine. Mighty fine. Yeah, if you're listening on a podcast feed, I think, you know, you get a good benefit of what, what this is and what this looks like. If you've not yet watched an episode on YouTube, just 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 watch one. Just just pick one. I think I think they're fun. Probably the, the one with the tit shimmy. Or the angel wings. And the three minutes of laughter. <laughs> that you can't hear because Chris knocked it out. Anyway. That is true. Um, question of the week. The question of the week. Okay. Uh, it might sound like a huge one. We'll see where you go with it. Uh, what are your major health concerns and how are you going to combat them? And specifically, obviously, oh. writing, authors. But, yeah. That's personal. Um, Poking the bear. So, well... I mean, I think I've mentioned it, but before Christmas, I was basically told that uh, if I didn't do something, I was probably going to get diabetes. Um, and that's more or less because for the last year, I've lived off of sugar, caffeine, no sleep, no movement um, and stress. And I gained Much like a, our forebears. Yeah. And so I gained a lot of weight uh, uh, and have done probably for the last couple of years. And um and was quite sedentary as well so that wasn't really helping so I have been doing intermittent fasting and uh, trying to reduce 
some of my sugar intake and just trying to get up a bit more from my desk. Um, I think the thing that still bothers me the most is the lack of movement. I do mm. try to work standing up quite a lot, um, at least three times a week, if not more, uh, for a good hour or so, so that I'm just a bit more. Like, I do enjoy when we're on Zoom and you get like the old hand cranking going. Yeah. And then I like boogie as well, because I like put music on. And dance. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is. But I feel like I'm addressing that. So that doesn't feel so much of a problem and a lot of the issues that I was having like intense headaches and dizziness and stuff like that all of that's gone now um so I feel like I'm on the path to recovery and I'm still losing weight and I'm still losing fat albeit slowly but it's coming off uh so that is all good so I'm not sure if that's a remaining health concern um, let me ask another question then just to prod that a bit more what were the factors that you think led to you gaining weight and you getting to the point where you did have a doctor tell you that you know you, you're on the verge of diabetes was, was there anything obviously like you say sedentary is never gonna be a good thing but there are people who combat that was there anything specific that like did that for you uh well so the uh, so c- combined in that is that I had a car accident like 13 years ago and I've got very severe whiplash and I've always had neck and back problems and also being stationary sat at a desk is extremely unhealthy for me and I sit with my legs crossed all day long my legs are crossed right now it's just how I sit I'm like not hypermobile but super bendy and so I just it's more comfortable for me to sit cross-legged anyway so that's all like wrapped up in one the reasons that I think I got there were one lockdown two living under perpetual stress like I literally live under high stress constantly um What was the question? How did I get here? Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest issues for me is that I really love my job. And so rest for me is difficult because I don't really want to rest because I fucking love my job. I love writing. I love doing everything that I need to do for my business and so for so I get some like so to a certain extent I derive energy pennies from doing what I'm doing so it's really hard to find the balance between needing rest whatever that rest looks like for my body and my health and not wanting to rest because the things that I enjoy doing are this Hmm. um so how I, so that was definitely a cause because it makes me more reluctant to walk away um and so yes that feels like one of the bigger causes another one of the causes is being a parent if i am perfectly honest yeah. like i love my son i adore him but when you are a parent you virtually get no time for self care or for looking after yourself because you know, when I get up, I'm getting him ready for school, then I'm walking him to school, then I'm coming back and I'm smashing out as much work as possible. And I don't take a break all day. I sit down at nine o'clock and I get up again to go and get him at three o'clock. And that is when I stop working, you know, and then I bring him back from the school run and I give him snacks and food. And sometimes we, you know, we talk or we do reading or whatever it is for a little bit. And then I come and do another hour's worth of work and then I'm cooking dinner and then I'm cleaning up from dinner. And then it's 
bedtime you know routine or it's taekwondo or it's piano lessons after school and then it's bath time and bedtime and then I'm doing stories and then nine times out of ten I'm back at my desk either recording podcasts doing lives um trying to catch up from the stuff that I didn't do so like if you look at this last week I haven't left my computer before 10 p.m after starting after getting up and continuing and I put a thing up um, the other day on my Instagram that said something along the lines of um, rest is not having a shower by yourself. Rest mm -hmm. is not um, doing the washing alone or getting to go and do a food shop by yourself. And I do feel like the majority of my rest time is that kind of stuff. So like, because I, I just personally attacked. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> that was like, particularly when I was back in, um, Lingen, that was my whole thing was just like okay time to rest now let's do some washing up yeah like <laughs> let's oh, go no. to the shop and rest <laughs> like these things are not fucking rest so like i just don't take any rest ever um and when i do rest more often than not it is stuff like uh, reading for a book that i need to do or a podcast that i need to do or whatever so and and, and like, don't get me wrong i am really okay with the majority of that type of rest because i do actually get energy pennies from reading and even if it is work related or whatever so none of that stuff bothers me but i think it is a general uh, I think the causes are one being a parent because there is no time for you um, Two, lockdown has not helped because it has elevated stress levels um, and sort of made for even less time. And I think three, it's a symptom of the job that we have. Like the, it is very hard to put any boundaries in. Mm -hmm. um, and when you are not earning enough to give out enough work that you can get back any time, you know, like to a VA or whatever, it makes it harder for you to then justify not working. Like I have a really hard time justifying not working. So I, I don't, I just think I burn hard. And so unless I am very cognizant of intentionally and purposefully looking after my health, I can very quickly, um, fall to pieces now I'd like to caveat that because I really feel like in the last year um I have tried quite hard to look after myself no I have tried to start looking after myself so I am doing the intermittent fasting I've already lost 10 pound like you know Ooh. I am continuing I'm still intermittent fasting it's like the longest thing I've ever stuck to um I now go to the chiropractor a few times a year to get my back and neck sorted and it does sort it um little things like i now have a standing desk which goes up and down um i still do taekwondo like two two times a week so i am getting some movement occasionally i will get on the spin bike we try and have a walk at the weekend so even though i might not be able i might have to sit down for five or six hours of a day i'm still trying to move you know i do the school run and so like I would say most days I hit almost hit my eight that almost or definitely do hit my 8,000 steps a day that I'm trying to get um so yeah like I don't know I don't know that I have any health concerns at the minute other than always being acutely aware that I need to not be as sedentary as I am how about mm. you yeah I think so the reason I ask this is that I think when people look at full-time orthodom they do see the the rosy picture of just being at the desk all day and working on whatever they want and all that kind of like glory stuff and the health stuff catches up with you whether you pay attention to it or not I remember when mm. um, I got my first office job and I went from having spent 
four years doing regular parkour to you know going into a nine to five or half eight until five in which I was sat down for the majority of the day I put on weight fast and it got to a point where I was driving into work I was driving back and it's about it's about four miles from my house to where I used to work so I was like something needs to be done because if I'm not actively doing something and making the choice to be healthier it's affecting everything else so I I started um on the cycle to work scheme got a bike from work and i used to cycle every day in and out it was quicker it saved me a crap load of money and it just meant that i was exercising and uh i think it's similar with going full-time here it was you know i want to put the pandemic aside for this particular answer because i don't i think everyone knows that the pandemic's made it difficult to try and be as healthy as you know you could be um in the beginning when I went full-time I was walking a lot like I'd take an hour in my lunch break and just go into the forest behind my house and just have a walk have a wonder um and it was good because I was consciously making sure that I was moving and not being stuck at the desk all the time but then the further and further into the business that I've gone the more I found I have to do the more pressure you put on yourself I have found myself often being bound to the desk and having days in which I'm like I should really have gone for a walk or taken like half hour at lunchtime just to do it. And uh, I think we, it's sometimes easy to forget once you've got like the stress of lots of things happening, how fundamental it is just to keep moving and look after your body in this type of job. I think the standing desk thing is fantastic. And it's something that I'm looking at investing into and shifting around my furniture because I, I want that a lot more. Like I did go for a period of recording my podcast standing up, um, which was really good for me because it also means you're a bit more dynamic when you speak. But then the downside was because I'm very animated when I talk. I spent a lot of time going closer and further away from the mic. So the audio was really not level. So, um, but yeah, I think this, this question kind of sprang from a lot of research I'm doing at the minute for my productivity book in terms of looking at the parts outside of just how you organize and structure your day work-wise mm-hmm. as to the things that affect you. Um, obviously, at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned about like I'm doing a lot more in terms of like strength training and running three days a week. Um, and just trying to keep my body moving and that's just massively helpful to keeping going but my biggest issue at the minute are my fingers (laughs) like it's really really getting to a point of concern for me because I write fast I write often um and you know I've been doing it for coming up to two years now of just pumping out words and I think since I went full-time in April I think I probably amassed over two million words written on different books for different projects by myself um and I'm now at the point in which my fingers are starting to ache when I'm not writing. And where do they ache? Like right along like the actual just bone themselves, but I'm getting sort of like shooting pains in my palms as well. I sometimes get pain in here, like in the knuckles where they meet the palm of my hand. Yeah, That's the only of. place I occasionally get pain. Yeah, no, it's like a, a regular thing. And to compile on top of that, if I play video games, that's a lot of like close hand work. So that hurts. If I'm reading or holding a book, that's if i'm Sorry. yes sasha if i'm wanking for people who are listening on the podcast <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> um if i'm playing like i play a lot of guitar i play a lot of ukulele and that's a lot of like intense sort of like finger work um getting mind out of the gutter uh but yeah so there's, there's all there. this there's all this stuff now where i the things that i used to do to take time away from writing aren't benefiting me because i can't do them without compiling onto that pain and now having to put myself into reserve so to combat that what I am looking into is dictation. Now, for some reason, I've not had this with things for a while. I've got a real mental block towards dictation and I can't figure out what it is. And I know it's as simple as speak into a device, transcribe the words, edit the words after. 
but for some reason there's a real hesitation inside me because I mean we've spoken about this off off air but we'll kind of like touch on it anyway it's like I'm aware that there's a different cognitive process that translates mm. thoughts into fingers when you're typing or thoughts into verbalizing what you want to say and my only tried example of dictating fiction was uh, when I dropped my son off last weekend and I've got like an hour and a bit drive there and back and when I was in the car alone I, I started trying to speak to my phone on the dashboard now it didn't work because there was too much external noise and I didn't have a microphone with me but I gave it a go and I never felt more self-conscious by myself and pretentious in trying to like verbalize the fiction that I wanted to write mm-hmm. and I'm aware that it's a process I'm aware that it's something you train to do and you're never going to get straight away and I genuinely think it's something I have to start incorporating into my life if I'm going to keep up with the stuff that I'm doing um but it's a real obstacle for me and it's yeah it's, it's a train process and I also think part of the reason I want to do it is to include it as a chapter in um my productivity book but yeah it's 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 starting from scratch with a whole new thing and it's how much of an outline do you have of the chapters before you write them? Not a great deal. So almost everybody I know who does dictation well has an outline of the chapter before they write it. They have to know what they're going to say in order to be able to say it. Which is um, so different to typing. Which is different to typing and also different because you are more of a pantser than mm-hmm. not, aren't you? Yeah. So that you are going to that is going to be like not just one shift for you, but you know, a few shifts for you. Mm. Um, Andrea Pearson dictates, yes. so I don't know if she has anything on dictation. There's also a guy called Scott, somebody or other, who's written books on dictation. And I felt like I read that, what book was it in? There was a book where Zach wrote a chapter on dictation in someone else's book. But I can't for the life of me remember who, whose book it was. I'm going to look into that. But yeah, I know it's something that I just need to practice and get over, but it's really like, I found myself laughing at myself in the car because I was physically just staring at the phone going, just do it, just say something. And I'm like, mm. I don't I do not do that with a lot of things. I, I don't know whether it's because, I'm just psychoanalyzing myself live on air. I don't know whether it's because I know that this is going to be an important step for me. Mm. And if I can't do it, that's a real problem for me. Because there's nothing you can't do. Not only that, but if my fingers are getting a hammering, and I get to the point where I physically can't type for whatever reason, which is a real genuine concern because, you know, I'm a writer, then, yeah, it's just, it's just even now they're aching. But, yeah, it's, a, it's an obstacle I have to overcome. But, yeah, pay attention to your health, people. Mm-hmm. Lots of different ways. Um, anything else you want to add on that before we wrap up? No. Cool. Succinct. Sweet. So um, for everyone listening, we are asking you uh, what are your major health concerns and how are you going to combat them? Um, I'll be really interested to, to see people's methods and what they do to overcome that and, and keep healthy as writers. Um, how are we keeping ourselves accountable this week? How are we leveling up? Oh, I am going to change my email signature to say that I reply to emails on... That as well. Sunday night and Wednesday unless it's urgent in which case reply to me and put urgent I don't know how to do an out of office thingy uh, because the last time I did one it replied to every single person I've ever emailed ever I had a colleague at my old job that did that twice when she was going on holiday 
and like yeah every single email that's in their inbox was replied to at the of office from like two years worth of stuff because otherwise i would have done this a really long time ago so i don't know how to do that without triggering that are you using so, mac mail yeah okay i'll i'll look at it as well and see if we okay. can figure it out together thank you um so there's that so i'm gonna do that change my email signature um I have a secret project mm. and I'm going to finalize all of the details for that. I'm not going to announce it, uh, but I would just like to um, just like I've done a bit of work on it, but I would just like to do a bit more um, finalizing of details on that. So this is two things. I'm going for it this week. I'm going to make myself super accountable. Okay. I'm going to time block next week. I am going to make time for myself to input. And I will, and this is the most vague one, I will continue to work on side characters. I'm not going to be any more specific than that. And I'll tell you why. It's half term. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how, how much time Atlas is going to be here. My mum has offered, but I don't, because she's in our childcare bubble and also she's a carer. So we're in her caring bubble. I don't know how much time she is going to give me. So um, I, I would have made some really bold claim, like, in previous times, my mum would have had Atlas for like three nights and three days or something. And then I would have made been like, yeah, I could have finished the book. Hmm. But um, I don't know what she is going to be able to do yet. So yeah. I'm not going to be any more specific on the side characters other than the fact that I will make progress towards it. You're going to have to um, tell me what I just agreed to because I can't remember. <laughs> That's fine. I'll remind you. Okay. Um, okay. So I have some catching up to do. So I am going to sort out some ads to, to promote uh, my coaching business and the bootcamp. Um, and I need to fill in the words I didn't do this week. So I'm going to have a 10,000 word Saturday. So yeah, that'll happen tomorrow because we're recording this as a Friday. I'm going to um, record my audiobook tomorrow. Okay. But that's not camp. uncountable. That's fine. Um, but yeah, I think those are the main ones. Yeah, I'll stick with that. Cool. Cool. That's quite a lot. Shake myself now a little bit. I like that. <laughs> you'll, be, um, you'll be fine. You'll be fine, I'm sure. Yeah. Forfeit. Right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, as always. And what's, the, what's the audience question of the week? Have I we done that? the audience question oh, okay. before we did that. But, you right, know, thanks for interrupting and keeping this really polished performance of our podcast perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so for people like Sasha, who might have forgotten uh, what are your major health concerns and how are you going to combat them? And we will see you next week. Bye. 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 Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. 
We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become Next Level Authors. Where's the enthusiasm? Come on, bro. 34 minutes late. Listen, listen, bitch. Some of us had a bad morning, okay? You could be as late as you want. I'll always wait for you. Oh, boo. One of the few. But do it again and I'll kill you. <laughs>